Yo, what is good, world? It's your boy, Calvin Leroy King, the third. And as always, I have my lovely co-hosts with the most by my side, Miss Reese PC, the one and only. Hey, y'all. We thank y'all for tuning in and turning up for another dope episode of This, That, and the Third, the lifestyle show that gives you life. Literally. Now we're going to begin the show in the best fashion we know how, and that's shouting with our sponsors, beginning with none other than Maker's Mark. Shout out to everybody making their mark in their respective lanes and or industries. And we also have Mountain High. Climb your way to the top. Straight like that. So shout out to Gary and Greg for always pulling up, popping out, pulling up, and putting on in that order. Fuck you mean. So now we're going to begin the show with uh, our new news segment. So Miss Reese, what's topping off our new news for all these new news? So first I want to shout out friends of the show who are making their mark in their perspective lanes. First, Anna Sierra. She has started her women's basketball league back up and it's on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 2800 Jackson Street. On the west side of Chicago. Now, that's not the actual address, but if you do want it, you can go to ASWBL, that's Anna Sierra Women's Basketball League, on IG for all the deets. Okay? Check her out. And then I also want to shout out, which I did post on our Instagram page, Fruve. So if you came to our third Thursday in July. About, around about there. It was July. We had karaoke night at Fruve uh, Smoothie Spot in the South Loop. Well, she is opening up her third location in High Park. So she has one in the West Loop, South Loop, and now High Park. So congratulations, sis. And we will be back there for our third Thursdays in November. Straight up. So shout out to Damiami for always putting on for the for the brand. And uh, if y'all missed that karaoke, this is what you missed. <coughs> so there'll be more of that coming up in November, man. Y'all check it out. But also for next month yeah because this is the last day of september so for october's third thursday we want everybody to pull up we're not doing a halloween party nah, per nah. se we don't do halloween but we're we don't going celebrate to the do devil. a cultural icon party yeah. so we want you to come dress come in character your man. favorite culture icon so so give us give us an example of a cultural icon right so let me just caveat it by saying this this could be somebody from a culturally relevant movie tv series web series or even simply a meme Right? So go ahead. What comes to mind when you think of those types of iconic characters? So, Issa Rae. Issa Rae, dog. Right. Like, if you could dress up as one of the famous outfits that maybe she wore, not even say to the Met Gallery, but the Met Gala, but like to on Insecure when she, she was on um, the Black Women's Sketch Show. Yeah. So, like, if somebody would have came as one of them all pink wearing gangbanger. Bloppity, blippity, mm. block. That's a cultural icon character that we're looking yeah. for, right? I would say um, Junebug from the Junebug Challenge. You know what I'm saying? The ready to get started. That nigga. <laughs> you just put on some Reebok pumps, a hat, and a big ass smile, and you got it. You know what I'm saying? So we don't want to see a lot of Freddies and Jasons and, you know what I'm saying? That. Michael Michael Myers. A we Fred see, Hampton, maybe. Maybe a Fred Hampton. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Revolution power to the people. A Huey P. Newton. You know what I'm saying? An Obama. Could somebody pull off an Obama type shit? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. A little real. Could anybody come dressed as little real? That's a. That's what, a what's it? Yeah. Like you got to put on a scruffy little pepper, salt and peppery beard, yeah. some glasses, and a funny ass smile. <laughs> so uh, y'all wait for that, but don't wait too long to prepare for that right. coming up third Thursday in October. October. All right. Okay. So for new news, so there was a shooting yesterday. <laughs> 
That's how my gun go Um, It was like Milwaukee and Grand. The only reason I'm mentioning this is because a lot of people told me about it. I didn't even see it on the news. I didn't hear about it, but it was like a big thing yesterday. Um, and it was like three cars. They were chasing each other, and they were shooting at each other. So my mom was explaining it to me because she's the one who told me. She in tune with the shits. Apparently. Right. And a lady was walking across the bridge. While it was happening. Yeah, because this yeah. was during the day. This yeah. wasn't like early morning, but like between nice. 10 and 12, right? Well, round about now. Yeah. <laughs> and so the Where lady, are your children? The lady was like, I heard it and I like started running because she didn't know where it was coming from. So it was three cars. One person did get shot. But we don't know. But that's just crazy. So I just want y'all to be safe. If you hear a gunshot, fireworks season is over. It's a gunshot. What was it over though? Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Bro? I don't know. I don't Who know. Knows? But I feel like things are real crazy right now because a cop got shot mm. over the weekend mm -hmm. um, around cottage, like eighty something in cottage. So this is a new cop because the other cop already been buried, like from a month ago. Um, it's a new. It's another cop. Yeah, no, no, no. Got shot and yeah. killed, and but he was funeral new has to happened. the force. Okay. He was young, um, and I just remember hearing all of these um, sirens, and I was like, "What the hell happened?" And I saw the news, and it. Yeah, it's like yep. it all yeah. made sense. Yeah, yeah. Once, so. once, once you kill a cop, uh, it's not going to be good for a while. Food. It's not going to be good for a while for these streets. You know nope. what I'm saying? But uh, R.I.P. to the deceased. Um, can we do better? Yes, we can. Yeah. So let's try. Um, so next we got, okay. So y'all know I be watching Vice. She do. In Bolivia, right? They were saying they have a cure for COVID. Oh, I thought you were going to say cancer. I was going to say yes. Okay. Chlorine dioxide is what they've been using to treat patients. They believe it cures it, but they also believe that in the vaccine, there's been metal found in the vaccine, mm. and this chlor chlorine dioxide cures that. Okay. Cures the metal or cures Cure, the disease? It, it, so it's both. It helps you, it prevents that metal in the vaccine, mm. right? And then it's supposed to cure COVID too as well. Right. So it's So a lot of doctors are using this. In that country. Right. And they're saying, like, you have one half saying, yeah, it works. Then you have another half saying, it doesn't work at nah, all. No, nah. It's like Trump with the bleach. Yeah, so we'll, we'll see. Just, just drink bleach. Bleach kills everything. But that's a lot of people. You know what I'm saying? And so that, that was a big thing. So as I watched that show, later on that night, I saw an ad saying in Lincoln Park, they have a facility that if you have a positive COVID test, mm -hmm. They have like these injections, mm -hmm. I will call them, um, injections that are supposed to help you. It's just weird. It does Now with that, it doesn't say it's a cure, right. but it just says you can come get these injections to help give you vitamins and right. kind of help. Stabilize your condition. Yeah. Type shit, yeah. Without saying cure it, yeah, but they yeah. were basically saying, come get this and this is better than the vaccine right. almost. I don't know, man. I think it's TBD on a lot of this shit. There hasn't been enough test runs or trials. No. Um, a lot of errors, but not a lot of trials to really support the longevity, the efficacy, and yeah. all things considered. I don't really know if uh, we should trust any of these shits. My point exactly. So, going forward, 
in New York, you know they mandate that you must be vaccinated to go anywhere in New York. Now I heard New York is on some extreme shit. The I didn't know that it was like every person. I know they were breaking it down by industry, breaking it down by sector and business, line of business. Now they're just saying people, just all humans. Everybody in New York, New York has residents. to be vaccinated. So what if I'm visiting New York? I have to be vaccinated to That's visit? Good, well, no, you don't have to be vaccinated to visit, but your ass can't go nowhere. Right. Unless you get your car with you. Mm -hmm. So, y'all know Kyrie Irving, right? He plays right. for what, Brooklyn Nets. Brooklyn Nets, yes. He is not vaccinated. At all. And so, basically, he can't play any home games. Type shit. Because he's not vaccinated. Same thing with uh, Andrew Wiggins out and in San Golden Francisco, State. Yeah. Right. Yep. San Francisco is another one of those states that mm -hmm. everybody has to get. The government is, is mandating it. So, I don't know. I just... I just, I don't, I feel a way about the government saying, what go I do this gotta shit. Do. What yeah. I gotta do. Yeah. Like, and. But, but I do feel like, I, I feel what you're saying, but then I also feel like there are other things that have already been mandated, that because they were mandated when we were children, we think less of that mandate. Like you feel what? I me? Mean? What you mean? What was mandated that now we. we... I didn't know there was going to be a quiz. <laughs> shit, like, stuff. <laughs> You know how people say shit as if it's a fact? That's what I was doing. This is my opinion. <laughs> okay. Okay, but no, nah, ain't there certain like, oh, you have to get measles, you gotta do chicken pox, you gotta, it's certain shit that you have to do to go to school that we don't complain about. No, yeah. okay, so the measles, mumps, rubella shot, right? You have to get that between a certain age, it's like two to four. Right. Noah didn't get that until six. Okay. And the doctors, they'll push, 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 but nobody else is saying. So mandated is a loose term. It used to be, but right. now I feel like it's a, you better do this shit or, or yeah. Yeah, okay. Which bothers me because I'm not against vaccines. I'm not against getting a vaccine, but where's the vaccine for HIV? Where's the cure for cancer? Like, y'all came up with this shit so quick. Yeah, And yeah. now you have these booster shots. Right. What the fuck is in it? Yeah. And is all of the CDC vaccinated? Right. It, like... Are y'all that, that, That's the thing, man. That was the biggest turnoff for me. Like, I went for my own reasons to get the vaccination when I got it months ago, probably eight months ago. Then, when I'm um, going to get my second shot, or maybe my first one, but I can't remember, but I went to the same facility to get them. Right. And the nurse, I'm like, yeah, so, you know, did you feel any fatigue? Did your arm hurt? Did the symptoms that people were saying you was going to experience actually happen to you? She said, nigga, I ain't getting this motherfucking shot. I said, ma'am, why are you giving it to me? She said, you asked for it. What do you want me to do? <laughs> so when the nurse practitioner is not even willing to get the shot, and she's in the know and with the shits as it pertains to the healthcare it industry. It means something. It means something, dog. When the people that are mandating it don't get mandated to get it and choose not to get it. When, you know what I'm saying? I wonder, is Dr. Fauci actually fucking vaccinated? Or is he just pushing for it? Same thing with these celebrity ass niggas. Now, LeBron said, I posted this on my page. Yeah, he said he's that. vaccinated, but he, he don't feel it's his place to push anybody else. And I feel like that's how everybody should be. Yeah. I got in an argument with this old lady at the car wash Saturday morning. Not the car wash. And car wash. I don't even know how we started talking, but she was like, are you vaccinated? And I was like, no. Well, see, that is the problem. I don't under. I, she just went in. I don't understand how you people. I'm sorry, you people? You people. First of all, we're both black. She said the information is out there. Wow. Listen to the science. What oh, science? Bro? Okay. I said, well, then people should listen to the science about global warming. Yeah. Let's start there. Yeah. If we're if Pick we're your talking cause, about man. listening cause, to bro. science, like let's start there. Yeah. You got it, cause you old. 
and you still want to live and you afraid. <laughs> cool. Right. Just say that. Don't push that shit on me. All right. But I think that happens not just with the vaccine, not just with whatever the, whatever's going on currently in the world, but whatever you do, and I'm not saying you, but I'm saying whatever people do, they try to project that onto others. So they validate themselves in doing so. I say do you. Like LeBron said, he got the vaccination. It's not his position Play. to tell anybody else right. what they should or shouldn't do. Same with me. I got the vaccination. I wear a mask. I socially distance. I keep my hands clean and all that type shit. I don't give a fuck what you do. I give a fuck what I do. And if you're doing right. shit that's not in agreement with what I do, I stay away from you. Yeah. Point blank, period. Freedom of choice. So yeah. you have freedom of death. Enjoy. <laughs> or I'm not just saying, stay healthy. I'm Take not saying I'm not saying not getting the vaccine is gonna cause death. Maybe getting the vaccine is gonna kill you. Maybe COVID is gonna kill you. The fact of the matter is, you're gonna die. So live your life to the fullest. And my last take point on this is everybody that's testing positive now, it ain't even fucking COVID. So I wish people stop even addressing it that way. Right. Um and, and, and to the old lady's point, that's what I told her. I was like, have you heard of Delta? Have you heard of Mew? Right. She said, so it doesn't even fight against it. Well, you won't get us sick. Who says? Says right. who? Like, right. So, y'all, just research for yourself. Do what's best for you and, you know, stay safe. Because you got to live with your decision ultimately. Right. All right. Uh, does that wrap us up for this week's segment of new news for all y'all new news on this week's episode of This and the Third? Literally. Literally. Now we're going to move on to entertainment. So, Miss Reese, what's topping off our entertainment segment this week? Okay. So, we already talked about this. Certified lover boy. I just had to talk about it again because oh, it is a whole vibe. When I first listened, right, it was like the first half of the album was my shit. I was banging right. it. Now it's the second half. Man, <laughs> I'm talking second, about second half of the. <laughs> that shit is a certified classic, dog. No friends in the industry. I wonder if that's a diss track to, to Ye. um to Ye. Yeah. And then uh, knife talk. Knife Talk oh. with Savage and uh, Future. That shit go hard. Oh. That shit bangs. So I just wanted to, to mention that that it's the whole vibe. And if you haven't heard it, please go check it out yeah. now. Straight up. Um, I also like Poppy's Home. And I know that's only track number two. This one, Dion. Yeah, I know that's only track number two off of the uh, joint. But that's I my see shit. why you like that, though. Dog, that what, shit. Listening to it. I was like, yeah, this is Calvin's song. I get Doggy. it. Doggy. Like, first of all, the people that know me know that my nickname, nickname is, is Poppy. Yeah. And I was playing that shit at Homecoming just this past weekend. And I found out that this is how we do it. Montel Jordan is the nigga singing on the hook, dog. I don't know why he didn't know that, but. Doggy. Like, that shit is just cold to me. That song yeah. is cold. And it's only two minutes. Yeah. I love the tracks. It's like less than three minutes. And you can just get in, get, get out, out, get out. You right. know what I'm saying? Uh, what else we got in the entertainment? Um, so, it's a new movie coming out, and I watched the trailer. It's called The Harder They Fall. It's a black western starring mm. Regina King. I did it's see the Netflix. previews for that. Dion Cole is actually in there playing Willie Esco. Mm. Willie Esco's name only got on my radar as a child from Nas. You know what I'm saying? Nas uh, used to always talk about this Willie Esco character. Mm. Apparently, this nigga was a black cowboy. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, besides Posse with Mario Van and Melvin yeah, Van that. Peoples, um, we had the remake of The Magnificent Seven with Denzel. Uh, what other black cowboy movies really were there? You know what I'm saying? So now, uh, uh, for, uh, Django kind of came off as a cowboy, but he was <laughs> a slave. Um, <laughs> he's a slave with a horse. You know what I'm saying? But uh, this movie definitely looks good and has an all-star cast, uh, including Regina King, including Dion Cole. Um, there's some other heavy hitters in there, but they're, they're, I think Idris Elba is the star. Idris Elba is the star one? of the movie, yeah. 
Okay. Yeah, well, y'all so check it out. It's, it's gonna definitely going to be worth a look. It's definitely going to be worth a look. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, so I put this on here. Miguel. I like Miguel. The, the singer. Skywalker. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So him and his wife, Nas, I don't know. Him and his wife. Mrs. Miguel. Right. Um, they've been married for 20-something years. Wait, this nigga's 30. They've, they've been together for two decades. Damn. And they're breaking up. Oh, shit. I didn't know you was going there with that. I was going to say something uplifting and glorious. You talking about goddamn? No, they're breaking up. Shit. Now, I didn't. I never knew who he was married to until she was on like Love & Hip Hop Hollywood, I feel like. That's mm -hmm. the show she was on. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's just sad. After 20 years, I mean, like, <laughs> let's die together. Yeah. Right. I mean, yeah. but they're still both young, so they, they have. And that's what I'm saying. Like, how old is this nigga, man? <laughs> this nigga married at six? I feel like this nigga's 32, bro. Um, okay. Also, I know this is big. Dun, 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 dun. Our guy. Your guy. <laughs> My guy. Your guy was found guilty of all charges in the state of New York. Who that is? I'm speaking of R. Kelly. Who? No, not who yet. Yeah, that's uh, Jodeci. Yodeler. Who? Yeah. Why was that nigga such a yodeler, dog? I don't know. Is that nigga Swedish? But he's going to be serving a minimum of 140 years. A minimum years of two prison. lifetime sentences. <laughs> And I'm not laughing at the situation, but it's just like, bro. But look, they got him on racketeering. What? They said you have a whole organization that was oh, helping you okay. get these girls. So did they gonna get them guys too then? Or because they got the, the big fish? Yeah. That's the question. Because I know one of R. Kelly's homies, right? And you know, niggas be having questions. Every time a scandal gets revealed, whatever to the public, we be like, man, what's up with your boy? And guess what his response always is? You know how he is. Nigga, you know how he is. You're his chauffeur. What are you talking about? We don't know how he is. We, we're learning how he is. You are there. You hoop with the nigga. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you're so going, I, you should go to jail too a little so bit. So I do feel those who respond like that should have some They're sense. enablers, bro. Yeah, They're enablers, that's, bro. That's just ridiculous at this point. Type shit. Um, yeah, so he, he's going down. I saw a post that's, that they asked DL on the interview. Will you stop listening to his music? Mm -hmm. For me, no. I'm still going to listen to his music. I'm still going to bump it. I actually heard somebody bumping it, going to the Bears game on Sunday. Man, defiant. They Stepping just in, in total, the name total, of love. total defiance. Total um, defiance. So, yes, people are, that's his, ultimately, that, that is his legacy. Like, people Talk are still going to be playing his music, dancing or whatever. DL said no. He said, why would I? We still stand up and give praises to the national anthem. Mm. Rooted like, in racism. That part. Rooted so, in racism. I mean, yeah. his music, you have to separate the man and the music. The man and the music. And I think that, you know, it's a difference between, uh, and somebody said that the R. Kelly fans are known as the Peahive. Did you see that? <laughs> I was weak. But, uh, you know what I'm saying? It's not, in my opinion, a thing about are you a fan of his music or do you support what he did and do you still stand by him after being right. found guilty? I mean, I think you can separate the two. I fuck with the nigga's music. Yeah, I don't, I don't fuck, fuck with, with him. him. That's it. Moving that's it, right that's along. All. Um, okay, so last thing in entertainment. So this was a big story. Uh, I heard Kendra G Media on WGCI talk about it too. Rick Ross has been ordered to pay his his child's mother. Mm. He has three kids by her, okay? Oh. 
11,000 a month. Yikes, Wingstop. Is that, matter of fact, he gifted his 16 year old son a Wingstop. Oh yeah, as he should, as he should. As he should. Do we think that's a lot of money? Comparatively speaking, and I can't count another nigga's money, not to Rick Ross, it doesn't seem like it should be. For three kids? Like 11,000 per kid or 11,000 no. aggregate? Total. Total. No, I mean, I don't think that's a lot. Okay, he makes over $500,000 a month. Type shit. Yeah, so that's, that's like yeah, pennies that's pennies, to him. Dog. That's pennies. Okay, so in this conversation on a GCI, Kendra posted this, right? She posted it on her, on her IG page. But you have women coming for her. Coming for Kendra. And was just like, Kendra, that's that's too much. That's that's gold digging status. That's And I, I went and looked at all these women who said that. Their baby daddy probably ain't even around. Right, right. Type shit. You wish somebody would give your ass eleven thousand dollars. And month. and that's to my point about people project their d decisions or realities onto others. They like, nigga, I'm not getting eleven dollars. How <laughs> dare these bitches get eleven thousand, right? But then Kendra probably I think she got a child. No. Oh, she doesn't have any children? Mm -mm. Okay. Well, she just seems like she would be independent enough to be like, whatever I get, I get, but I ain't checking for it. But contingent upon what you're making, let me get a third. Run that. Right? So if you get a 500, I think that kind of breaks down to about a buck and a quarter. You know what I'm saying? Something and she only getting 11,000. Yeah, so she like, should be getting like 125. So, you know what I mean? He yeah. getting off. She, she, and he's, I'm she, sure he's, he's getting still... like he's giving up like two percent of his monthly income. Yeah, that's very low for child support standards. Very very low, and I'm sure he still look out and do other things. Type shit. But you had this one lady like I just believe that you should be independent. I work. I take care of all my kids, and it's all on me. And that's your that's you your trauma. You sound like you tired. That's your trauma, dog. <laughs> yeah, you're weary. <laughs> you sound you're like weary. you need a break. Yeah. Like that's just too much. And if you can get help, and if he's willing to help, and then it's a lot like. Great, thank it. Type shit. Don't yeah. be mad. Don't be bitter. Nah, I, I want everybody to be happy, man. And don't sound like the people that's coming for Kendra are happy. Not and if happy. it works for Rick Ross and his baby mama and they found a situation, why the fuck do we care? Like, is yeah. she complaining? Now, you said it came to fruition because she was complaining about the amount or it just got revealed? How no, much it just paid? got revealed. Type shit. If she's not complaining, why are you? Right. Go have a baby body, nigga. I bet you'll accept 11000 I know I would. Type shit. And I think that about wraps up for this week's segment of entertainment on this week's episode of This and the Third. Literally. And now for our favorite topic on This and the Third, and that is none other than relationships. relationships. So, Miss Reese, what's topping off our relationship segment this week? Okay, so one of the questions I got from Battle of the Sexes thanks, TJ. What is your biggest pet peeves? Biggest pet peeves in a relationship, I'm assuming, because yep. that's the segment we're talking about. Mm, I have several. I have several. Uh, I like a woman that smells like a flower at all times. I, I like the essence and the aroma of her to be something that is alluring and attractive. If you smell like skin, kind of a pet peeve, man. I just feel like you're not trying. What is skin? Just skin. You know what I'm saying? Like you have no fragrance to you. You just smell like flesh. You know what I'm saying? You smell like a DMX CD. Like I don't... <laughs> I don't like that. You know what I'm saying? I like a woman to smell like a woman. Mm. Uh, what's one of yours? And I'll get some more. Um, not making up the bed. Mm. Oh, that burns my soul. Wait, 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 wait. But what happens if y'all, like, you make it up? If you're the bed maker-upper, why would he make the bed up? Unless so y'all make just, it up together. So let's just say 
I leave first, or mm -hmm. I'm out the bed first, and I'm gone about my day. If I come home, the bed should be bed, oh, The bed should be mad. I won't get picky on putting everything exactly how, let's say, I do it, mm -hmm. but make that shit, please. Right. Okay. Okay. I'm going to keep it with the physical. I'm going to say, like, too much space in between your boobs. You know what I'm saying? Like, I love big ass titties, forgive me, but, like, if the shit's... You know what so I'm saying? So when women wear them shirts and they and be, like, be like, way apart. Yo, how am I, how am I titty fuck that? <laughs> how am I gonna titty fuck that? You gotta go to here and go here and there. But I just like boobs that are smashed together versus a river runs through them. What say you? Um, piss on the toilet. Ah, that happens often. That happens often. I hate that shit. If you do it, get some tissue and wipe that shit up. If you sprinkle, when you tinkle, be a sweetie, wipe the seedy. <laughs> what the fuck, man? We were taught that at a young age. Um, I would say crusty ass heel of foot. I, I need to get you a peg and help you. Because I hate when it look like a bitch has been axe kicking flower for her entire adult life. I hate it. What say you? Dirty fingernails. I need them to be clean and like filed. Right. Like don't try to do nothing with them. Right. And you they're not clean to file. It's it's COVID now. Come on. Come on, come on. I had a clumsy bitch. Two left feet I don't need in my life. You know what I'm saying? Like I need a lady that has style and grace and can just oh, damn near float into a room. Not stumble and trip and chip her motherfucking tooth and now yeah. she looks like Nas. Yeah. What's that you? So the backstory to this is growing up as a kid, I used to have like water bottles everywhere, right? Mm -hmm. My mom used to be like, whose water bottles is this? Renee, come get your goddamn water. Like right, I used to right. have them in the kitchen, in the bedroom, right? right. And not just, uh, you know. Right. So I hate for a guy to leave a trail of his shit. Okay. Why do you have three pairs of shoes here? You can only wear one. It's one here, it's one there, it's one, like, put yeah. them up. What are we doing? Why is your jacket here? Why is your shirt here? Like, put your shit up. Yeah. yeah. One of my pet peeves is um, floaters. Like, I don't want to know anything <laughs> about a woman and her dookie. You know what I'm saying? Like, I never want to see you flush prematurely and a little floater <laughs> was left behind to say hello to me when I come to piss all over the toilet seat. I don't like it. I won't stand for it. Also, sanitary napkins, dog. Find a better way. I want to feel as if I live alone. So I don't want to see any bloody napkins, any purple bags tied up in knots. I don't want to see none of that shit. So, okay, I was gonna ask you about that when you said smells. So basically, when she it's that time of the month, she should just stay away. Yeah, what are we doing? What are we doing? Like, I, if, I, if, if we go together, we go together Three weeks a month? <laughs> yeah, type shit. I, I don't, cause, and what happened was, I'm not that nasty nigga that all the girls be like, oh, he's so nasty, that nigga do some nasty shit, I want to, no, I'm not, I'm very, pick up, schmink up, you know what I'm saying? Call me L7 all you want to. And I, I made it clear to this young lady, like, I'm not on that shit. I'm not trying to do none of that shit. I'll give you your time and space, and we'll get back to it once On Flow has checked out. You know what I'm saying? And she said one thing, 
and another <laughs> thing happened, and I thought I committed bloody murder, and it traumatized me, and I don't like to be around during that time of the month for that reason, dog. And it's not a smell thing. Like, if, if you got the wing, wong, smell to your shit, like, let's break up. Let's break up. But if you just, you know, everything, all things considered that come along with that time of month, I don't like to deal with none of that shit. That's why I got to make it big so that she don't feel bad when I'm on the east wing and she's on the <laughs> west wing. You know what I'm saying? Because if our crib is small, I'm just going to leave. I don't want to do that. So I need a big enough house that I'll still be in the crib with you. I'm still holding you down just from the opposite side of the estate. You got any more? Um, nah, those are my, my real... Big ones. The piss on the toilet is real big for me. Yeah, it feels and like clean it. up behind yourself. Yeah, yeah. You know what's interesting though? You said you used to use leave water bottles around as a child. Nigga, water bottles didn't exist when I was a child. Water bottles came out in like the nineties. I mean, like you were born in what eighty something? Yeah, you I'm were saying. around. But I'm just saying, like I was. Well, in the nineties, you know what I'm saying? Right, like, right. When I was younger, not. But I'm a just thinking baby. about how, like, when we, when I was growing up, nigga, we didn't have bottled water. Is what I'm saying. We drank out of hoses, and 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 faucets. Like we used to put our mouth under the faucet to drink cold water. Mm, yeah, niggas didn't have water bottles. No, well, maybe we a little bougie. We got damn water bottles. Maybe we were impoverished. <laughs> what else we got relationship? Um. Okay. What's the deal breaker for you? In relationship, crusty ass feet, funky ass breath, smelling like flesh, sanitation napkins. We just discussed this. Nah, I just playing. Now a deal breaker for me, man, would have to be something that deals with um, self-esteem issues, mm. like things I can't. Like the, the internal work has things not been you done. <laughs> the internal work has not been done. I can't build or destroy your self-confidence. It's mm -hmm. self. Confidence. It's self-esteem. You know what I'm saying? Like, I understand that these are external contributing factors, but at the end right. of the day, you have to decide your worth. Yeah. You have to decide your happiness, your joy, your completeness, your level of satisfaction. And that's why I'm looking for an individual that doesn't look for me to complete them, but looks for me to comp compliment them. You're already complete. You're already whole. You're already who you need to be. You're single. And we come together and we get on some... Together we're single. But... A dependent motherfucker, uh, 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 they look down upon themselves in terms of their self-worth or just overall insecure type motherfucker, I cannot stand. I cannot yeah, stand. and I, I would say you probably see that more in women. It It's in men, but it's more obvious in women. Okay. It's it's hard. How does it manifest itself in men, though? Like, how can you not see it? You can't see it right away. Because if a man is like approaching me, he's not going to approach me insecurely right. or like he at least gonna fake it till he make it type shit yeah, yeah. so you don't catch it right right <laughs> but you have to dig you have to ask questions yeah. so like one question i asked um this guy like what do you do what's your thing that you do to make you happy or to bring you peace like so every day when we wake up if you have a busy day right and you're like oh for me it's like oh i know i need to go work out early in the morning before mm -hmm. I start my day because if I don't, I I'm off, yeah. right? Or if things happen in my day that irritate me, I'm going to be irritated. Yeah. But if I work out, none of that shit matters. I'm able to like knock all that stuff out the way. Mm -hmm. If a person says to you, well, you know, well, I, I, it's based on me being around someone else that I enjoy mm -hmm. being around. Codependency. 
it's like, no, that's no, I'm saying, what do you do right. for yourself? <laughs> I go around others that do stuff that make me feel better about me. Yeah, so yeah. it's that little stuff like that. You, yeah. you, it doesn't come off right away. You kind of find it out later on. So. Yeah. But a deal breaker for me is a man with multiple kids, with multiple baby mamas. Damn. I will not do. I cannot do. Right. Um, and then mama's boys. Now, and it's a, it's a fine line because I like a guy that is, that loves his, like, cherishes his mom, right? Obviously, I got boys and they're going to cherish me and so the girl better get used to it. Mm -hmm. But I need you to, like, be independent of yeah. your mom. yeah. Not like Calvin, like, don't even know how old his mama is. 62-ish. <laughs> See what I'm saying? No. I did my research. <laughs> Spoke the other day. Hey, mama. Did you? We did. Okay, we did. good. We did. I didn't ask her her birthday. I mean, I didn't ask her her age. I just did the math. But, I mean, again, yeah, there's, you don't want to be as extreme <laughs> as me. And I'm working on it. I'm working on it, though. I'm trying to get back to love. But I would also say that one of mine... It's kind of like a, 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 a tacky motherfucker, dog. Mm. Like, I'm not saying that you have to be the belle of the ball. Right. But you can't be wearing loose boots. You know what I'm saying? You can't be wearing Uggs in the summer. You can't be doing certain things that Wait, just don't. Uggs in the summer? Thick-ass Mario boots in the summer, bro? No, bro. So that's like a bohemian chic look. It depends. A what? <laughs> a what? It's bohemian chic. And I only say this because when I lived in Arizona, right. obviously it's warm most yeah, of the time. Yeah, yeah. But those slightly cool days, right. maybe like a day like today. You got some uggies? Uggs with some shorts and like a little... Like if, 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 if you put it together nice, maybe I'm being too general with the Uggs. But if you got some Uggs, a bonnet... Some, some dirty ass year-round Uggs, dog, what are we doing? Oh, yeah, yeah, what are we yeah, doing, yeah. bro? <laughs> the, the girls who don't understand that your toe is not supposed to scrape on the front of your open-toe shoe or sandal, bro. The, the, you know what I'm saying? Just the little, the little things, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And again, I'm not saying you got to be all dimed and dolled up all the time. You can have on the most casual whatever look, right, but it's, right. it's the effort that's put into it in the small little details. And it's like, man, if you, if you have coarse elbows, you don't care about yourself, bro. Like, just hit it. Yeah. You, I mean, if you realize your elbow is coarse, get some chapstick and cheat. Yeah. Just yeah. cheat, you know what I'm saying? But get the coarseness up off of there, man. So I can't stand a tacky hoe. Can't stand a tacky hoe. Mm. Um, okay, last question. Let's mm -hmm. see. Hmm. I don't know. I know what I was going with with some of these questions. <laughs> mm -hmm. How do you fix bitterness? Mm. How do you not become a bitter bitch? Wow. I was just having a conversation with one of my OGs <laughs> yesterday, and she was having a conversation about her situation. She's about 60. Okay. She's not my mama, though. Okay. <laughs> but, uh, you know, he's talking or whatever, and relationships came up, whatever. And she always got good insight. And she was saying how it, it's sometimes as simple as realizing when the situation has changed. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And understanding that you were a part of that change, and it takes two to tango type shit. Mm -hmm. So once the change has occurred, that's what it is. You know what I'm saying? So if we was in a relationship and I decided I'm no longer feeling you and we had to ban this and the third, there was probably a part that you played in that and I made a decision based off that or vice versa. But now that the situation has changed, let's not play the game. Let's not act like it hasn't changed. Let's mm. check in. 
Let's have an update conversation. Let's have another level setting conversation. You can't just be like, yeah. man, we've been rocking for 10 years or even 10 months. So it is how it was from day one. No, no. a lot of things have changed. So yeah. let's identify that the circumstances and situations surrounding our relationship have changed. And because of that, what are we going to do? We're going to go to counseling, we're going to separate, we're going to have an open relationship, or it's changed for the better. And now I want to lock it down, I want to wet it down. But like, let's have a real conversation, conversation. about the situation having changed. Mm -hmm. And people all too often are just so scared about what that conversation will lead to or what owning your part in that situation might yeah. be, that situation change might be, that maybe it wasn't your fault. Maybe you are a good guy, but you're just not good for me or we're just not good together. And coming to that reality that it's not anybody's fault, it just is, Yeah. that will avoid bitterness ever happening. Once bitterness has occurred, there ain't shit I can do about that. You got to take that up with your Lord and Savior. You know what I'm saying? Like There is nothing that the nigga who you're bitter towards yeah. can do to help offset your bitterness unless he falls off or dies because now you're gonna be like ah oh, man maybe i feel guilty or bad that i was bitter so let me change my but it's too late at that point i was told one time and i want to hear from you on this subject i was told one time that you know it's not about doing well and and and, and trying and, and 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 making an effort and trying to do the best by that person or you know if it's a, a children involved a, a co-parenting situation yeah like your success is not that person's success in their eyes if they're bitter. Yeah. Your detriment is success in that person's eyes. So until you fall off, mm. they're never going to be happy or satisfied or even just not bitter because it's like, dog, this motherfucker keeps winning, keeps doing better. <laughs> I taught this nigga that. I groomed this nigga and now he's wifing that. Like, I groomed him, now he's wifing that. Yeah. That leads to bitterness when it's like... Man, reasons, seasons, and lifetimes is the best way to explain that shit, bro. Until you get over it. Yeah. Until you emotionally detach. Yeah. Well, and I was told that, you know, not everyone knows how to detach like you, Reese. I there get are, it. There are very few. But I think you all need to learn. <laughs> um. She'll be holding courses this fall. <laughs> Just but. because I think, yeah, bitterness comes in from not being over a situation yeah. and not dealing with whatever emotional feelings you had about the situation and you never got a chance to express it yeah. right so you feel like you got the short end of the stick you got fucked in the situation um and you just not happy with yourself and the outcome of the situation yeah. that's how i think it starts um I think and i think that speaks to the point that you mad at yourself really you mad yeah. at your decision making, you, you your inability yourself. to discern the situation but you're putting it on them type shit right and then in order to get over that, yeah, you have to do some self-reflecting. One, you got to be tired of being mad. Type shit. That's true. And I think some people just like to be... They get used to it. Yeah. yeah it's just, this is how I am. This is who I am. With, with that person. Rawr. You know what I mean? Like, everybody else gets... Fuck out of here. You know, sons and... Yeah, yeah. And you know, that, that's times. when you know that it's that because you mad as fuck at this one in the Bridgewood. But you're the, the, the joy of the party. With everybody Every else. other situation. Yeah. So, so which one are you? It really comes with like some self-evaluation. I mean, I just feel like even though it's a lot of women out here, it's a lot of men out here that are like mad and bitter. Yeah. Um, and so I just want everybody to take a moment and Breathe. look up a good therapist. Breathe. Find some counseling. Find a life coach. I don't know. Find somebody to talk to. Help that, is out there. That, that, um, that you feel like there's no judgment, right? They don't mm -hmm. necessarily know you personally 
because I think everybody wants that or needs it, mm -hmm. right? Just needs to just be like, you know what? Here's all my shit. Yeah. Now help me Man, figure it out. Sort through it. Yeah. Sort yep. through it. Help me reshuffle this deck, restart the deck. And I'll even, yes and, to your point, my girl out in Seattle, what up, JJ? She says it's best, and it makes the most sense, to start going to therapy, couples therapy was the conversation we were having, before there's problems. Yeah. Before there's even problems. Let's just make this a part of what we do. Do. So then when a problem occurs, we know how to process That's how we're it. feeling. We know how to communicate and yeah. we know what not to do. Yeah. Uh, when when times are tough. That's good. I think I we, we definitely need to do that. Therapy reactively, it seems like. No, but, we do. But I think that in terms of people um, trying to overcome their bitterness, one, it starts within, mm -hmm. and it starts with accepting the fact that bitterness is a problem. Bitterness exists. Yeah. Right? What they say, the first step to recovery is admitting you have a problem, yeah. and Maybe. then you want to do something about it. Yeah. But uh, motherfuckers like, man, I ain't bitter. That nigga just ain't shit, or that bitch just ain't shit. It's Girl, like, you mm, bitter. It's easy to look out the... <laughs> motherfucking window than it is to look in that mirror, but that's what a lot of us need to do. Yeah. Probably me included. You know yeah. what I'm saying? There's probably something or somewhere along the way that I could have done better by a person or people and probably look at it like, nah, that was they fault. That was they bad. And it's like, mm, that's probably something that you, you also had to do to with do. it. Yeah. And the more you tell yourself a lie, the more you tend to believe it. You know what I'm saying? So now you're like, oh, it's been goddamn a lifetime ago that I was <laughs> lying about that shit, so now it's just my truth. And it's like, bruh, sis... Get help. Mm -hmm. Seek help. Right. Uh, but I think that about wraps us up for this week's episode of This and the Third. Literally. Literally. We thank y'all for tuning in and turning up with us. Be sure to tell a friend to tell a friend to check us out each and every Thursday live on IG and other social media outlets at noon Chicago Standard Time. And you can always check us out on all platforms, including iTunes, SoundCloud, and soon to be Spotify by searching This, That, and the Third with the third spell I-I-I like the Roman numeral three. Once again, it's been a pleasure serving as your host. It's your boy Calvin Leroy King, the third, my lovely co-host with the most is Miss Reese PC, the one and only, and we are the Undisputed King and Queen of Chicago Podcast. Check, Check us, us out. out.